Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Spread with Kaz and Nini. This is episode 16. <laughs> I'm not even commenting, baby. I'm 16, so tired. 16, 16, 16. You know, Nini, I, I realized um, blink, <laughs> some, blink. some yes. time ago that your your perception of numbers is very off. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, there's an episode where I think it was like episode 10. And I said it was? And you, No, no. But you were like, are you going to keep counting forever? Then I said, yeah, because soon we're going to be at 100. And then you said, you responded, well, if we're even going to be alive. <laughs> I was like, your, your perception of days and weeks and numbers is so off. A hundred episodes. Yeah, not a hundred years. A yeah, hundred episodes is like two and a half years. We will still be alive. How do we know? With our lifestyles? Ah, we'll be alive. Okay, so. But, question. When you count like that, it makes you happy, right? It makes me very happy, yeah. Then I will not mention another counting thing again, <laughs> by the way. I love you too much, too. I've had a fantastic week, by the way. What about you? I have, too. Um, it's been very interesting. There's been a shift in the universe, and things are beginning to look up. Things like what? Be specific. Specificity is what we're after here. <laughs> Specificity. <laughs> I don't know. Just um, I'm getting ready to be a bridesmaid for the 10 billionth time in my life. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I don't like weddings. Oh, me neither. Me. I really tried to get out of this. Actually, one. I lie. I lie. I really love weddings. I don't like weddings. I love weddings. I especially love traditional weddings. Okay, like Gurarios. Yes. Uh, no, I don't like weddings. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no. No. I do. I actually really like, um, I enjoy the tradition behind the union of people. I don't like white weddings. I just like traditional weddings. And I, the only part of the white wedding that I enjoy is the traditional part. Mm. So when the women come and sing and they usher yes. the birds. And just like the meaning behind the songs. And then have you ever been for a Swahili wedding? Ho, ho, ho. Actually, no, I haven't. Those are the best. And then the women just come and they wear their lessos mm, around mm, their mm, hips. Mm, 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 and then they just... I've watched hmm. Biki Dude perform. Um, oh my gosh, I've watched yeah. Biki Dude perform too. And then with her two dancer girls yeah. as well, and they were doing the wedding ceremony songs. And mm. I'm like, so it's clearly all about the grinding and the tingishaying and the. Coast, coast women are luckier. Eh? They have that access to sex, conversation, it's in their and culture. Sexuality. Yeah. But it's not even just conversation. It is even how to move your waist in the specific way that allows for the penis to feel pleasure mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. to feel pleasure. Mm -hmm. They're trained in the movement, they're trained in it. Mm -hmm. Same with Ugandans. That's the thing I don't understand. How are we supposed to know how to have sex if we're not going to get trained? Damn it, so many yeah, it years takes us, of like... It takes us so long to finally figure out. Yeah, like, how do I go round? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is this correct? <laughs> do I go clockwise or anti? You know, like yeah. that stuff. It takes so long to learn how to work. I know because because I was out of practice, it was very strange getting back in it. Yeah. Like, korogang. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. That's not a natural thing for a woman to do if you're not doing your waist exercise you're not going to suddenly get on a man and know how to koroga mm. but i want to it's not it's you don't think it's a natural movement because i imagine that even um as a younger person when i used to have like you know when i play with myself like when i was younger i i mean this is how i 
this is how mm. I move when I'm mm. how many how many don't know. how many women open up their hips you see that movement is about open hips mm. the flexibility of a lot of us here isn't it's not it's everybody bold. yeah you and I I don't know and a lot of other people maybe who, who are into yoga and fitness and maintaining their bodies but then you look at the, even the way women walk mm-hmm. you can tell our hips aren't open our hips aren't ready to and you see tingishaing is is fine you can mm-hmm. stand and tingisha mm-hmm. i'm talking the act of sex mm-hmm. and tingishaing or krogaing mm-hmm. or but engaging it to the point that you know how to ride it or know mm-hmm. how to work and it you know? right yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah. I mean, I guess if you're in the coast or if you're in Uganda, then you will learn. But uh, but other than that, there's there's not there's not much of a teaching. There's, there's no you know what we could do? We could actually offer our services to be taught. Is that correct? <laughs> offer our services to be taught. So we can come and teach. Or teach people how to choreograph. Yeah. Like you go to Uganda and I go to the coast, or you go to the coast and I go and to Uganda. And then we learn. And then we learn. And, and then, then we, we come teach. and teach. Love so it. we, we, it's like we, we intern. Yeah. Because I think we're too Training. old to be taught how to do it ourselves. We intern with them as they're teaching the younger girls. Uh-huh. And then we come and we, we, we teach. Yeah. Because I know that's the thing with the waist beads as well. But I'm not entirely sure what it is with Ugandan. I know with Uganda, there's a specific thing with Uganda. Is it Swahili's with the waist beads? It's the Swahili's with the waist beads. Yeah. Actually, that's something I'd like to talk about. If you have any information about the cultural, especially um, Swahili, coast, that cultural sexual practice that starts from a very young age. If you would like to talk to us about that, I'd be more than willing. Or even if we have anything from India, like with regards to the Kama Sutra, right? Yeah. Like, if you know anything, if anyone has any information, but, like, studied, practiced information, but someone local. You see, that's the thing. It would be nice to find a cultural, sexual um, skills teacher that that practices what they used to do traditionally. That's what I'm talking about. Like, imagine if you could get a Kikuyu or a Lu Uh or a Maasai, like that. Uh That would be so awesome. Yeah. Because it was the same thing for Maasai women as well. Mom, you see, I landed in all the right boxes. I That's know. why I got this. I got this. For you, it comes this. naturally. Yeah. <laughs> so send us an email, uh, thespreadkenya at gmail.com, and uh, let us know about like your traditional practices or anything that you're taught in your culture. In your culture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, something came up for me, by the way, this week. I'm, I, That's what he said. That's what he said. Okay, sorry. So it was about... Um, there's a friend of mine who's in a relationship and he is consistently masturbating and his girlfriend has a problem with it. His Mm. girlfriend has a problem with it because she thinks that it's like an addiction or a sickness or like it's, it's, it overpowers him. Mm. And so then I was like, wait a minute, we're talking masturbation, which is of course absolutely perfect. But then we're talking about it from like the addiction point of view. And how do you know the difference between just masturbation for self-pleasure mm-hmm. and chronic masturbation? Do you have any idea? I imagine that one is definitely more than the other. <laughs> <laughs> and 
if you're not going to class, if you're not working, if you can't eat and you can't sleep and, and you're, you're keeping away and, from your friends. Yeah. And in all of those instances, you're masturbating. Then I think you're a chronic masturbator. Like an addiction. So your life starts to change yeah. and your behavior starts to change because all that you want is to just consistently masturbate. Like imagine canceling plans. Yeah. So on Friday we'll go. Yeah. Then you call in like, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling very well. Yeah. Just so that you can spend hours. Hours masturbating. Alone. That's, isn't that really sad when you think about it? I think it, it became Hours sad after you said yeah, alone. Alone. I was just like, oh my gosh, that is just very miserable. Because it's got to be depressing. It's got to be Lonely. depressing. And then, you know, if you hide so much from people, if you hide to do anything and you hide and you hide and you keep hiding and you hide consistently and you're always hiding, then you start to hate Yourself, of because course. whatever it is that you are doing cannot be accepted publicly. So yeah. even now you start having just absolute shame in who you are, not just the action, but who you are. Mm-hmm. It seeps into your life and oh, I'm useless. I'm worthless. Look at me. Oh my gosh, that is so sad. But I wouldn't say sad like that. Like that this is the end of life. It's like, sad, like, now someone needs to slit their wrists if they're going through that. You're making it sound so bad. <laughs> I just, I'm, I find it like, I've just, I felt a darkness. Because I imagine that it, that the kind of darkness that the person is going through, it must be hard. And then, even harder to have a conversation about it to anyone. anyone. I mean, I was even looking at the things to look out for. This is for, I think, mothers especially. Like, how do you know that someone has a problem or your kid has a problem with um, sexual addiction? Sexual, sexual addiction or masturbate? masturbation? Masturbation. How do you know? How do you know? As a parent. Yeah. And of course, a lot of people are parenting teenagers. I guess we just jumped into like the deep, dark end of masturbation. I know, like <laughs> the worst version of it. But so I wanted to find out what do you think about masturbation? Not chronic masturbation, okay, but masturbation. Because now this one was definitely an issue. And yeah. this guy might, might need to see a therapist if it's chronic masturbation. Because if it, if, if, especially if it is starting to affect your relationship in the sense that you cannot access your woman anymore. You can't get okay, pleasure yeah. from the experience <laughs> of being with her. You have to go into the bathroom and what is it called? Double tap the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. No, it can't be double clicking. Double, double click. Double, double click. click. Yeah. <laughs> Wish but I if you're going to write a song, cause that's the perfect title. Double click. Double click. In fact, it'll be a, a comeback to Mad Trax's song for double tap. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Love it. That would be so awesome. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Um, well, I think I I grew up thinking that masturbation was a sin, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started masturbating as a really young girl. And I thought that it was a crime. I remember just thinking that I was... Do you know, I used to pray. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I used to exchange in my head. I used to exchange favors with God. Because I, I'd ask him that if he gave me this one thing, that I would stop masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> what did like, you want? that's what I wanted. I used to pray for very strange things. Yeah. So, at like age eight, I used to pray that God would give me a car. <laughs> I don't know. Why? Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. You don't but need I a used car to, at age And eight. I was a Catholic. 
I was raised as a Catholic, so I used to do the the rosary, the rosary, and yeah. I do my hail marys and uh, and at the and and because I don't know where I read somewhere that if you do your hail marys and then you make a wish, that your wish will come true. So I used to I was so like stuck on my rosary, and then I'd pray for a car or a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, you had no needs clearly. <laughs> That's all I really wanted, like these vehicles. I don't because I I used to ride bikes as a kid. Yeah. And my mom taught me how to drive when I was really young. So the, the, those were the things that brought me the greatest pleasure, riding bikes and driving cars. But then you were also masturbating. Yes, so. and masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> but I was willing to give up one for the other. <laughs> so I used to pray, dear God, if you give me a car, I will stop masturbating. I promise, I promise, I yeah. promise. But I always used to promise, like... In my prayers, I used to promise that I'd stop mm. because I thought I thought that it was a lot, but it was every day. It was twice a day, in the mm. morning and in the evening or something. Every day? Every day. Every day. Wow. Not a day went by <laughs> when I didn't No wonder you practiced in the Kuroga. <laughs> yes, exactly. I've been rolling my... Yeah. yeah. But um, what's your experience? With masturbation, I started really young. And it was curiosity. You know, you start to touch yourself, it feels good. You start to touch yourself some more, it feels good. And then I came across some novels that my mom used to read. And you know the ones. Mm-hmm. passionate. Mm-hmm. And it became... Um, I shared a room with my sister, so it wasn't possible to masturbate every day, but it was pretty regular. Yeah. And I even stitched up this pillow so I could please myself in amazing ways with it. And mm-hmm. then my mother found the pillow. Oh, mm-hmm. God. And then she found the novel. You know how you can't, you don't have a conversation, you just get beaten, yeah. black and blue. Mm. That's how that story was. Mm-hmm. And then she took away my pillow. So what did you use? I made another pillow. <laughs> I, I could make really, yeah. really, I could make pillows like so. And it was always in the, pillows. yeah, in a love heart, in the shape of a love heart. Mm. That's so very cool. Yeah. Um, I had a doll. It was like a life-size doll. I used to rub Real? my vagina, female. Okay. I used to rub my vagina against its thigh. Her thigh. I didn't give her a name, though. Or maybe I did. She used to sing. Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does a garden grow? (laughs) (laughs) And the climax used to come where? (laughs) With silver bells and (laughs) cockroaches. I don't even remember. Yeah. And when your mom fi- did your mom ever find out? Oh, no, but my cousins busted me because you know I I didn't have that problem for sharing rooms with anyone. I could mm. be sharing a bed with somebody. I was still gonna <laughs> rub one in. <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> my, did you go blind? No, I didn't go blind. Do you have patches, bald patches? I don't have bald patches on my head. I have a full head of hair. Did you? Um, I don't even have receding hairlines. <laughs> like my you, edges I, are on point. Do you have good sexual? I mean, is your sexual desire normal? My, I think it's it's more than it's usual. More than, yeah. My sexual desire is highly heightened. Highly heightened. Yeah. That's a question. Do you think masturbation is wrong, or do you think masturbation is right? We had an email from someone. I yes, I think that. masturbation is perfectly all um, right. All right. We have many questions, but this one in particular was sent into my inbox, into our mm. inbox on Instagram. And this guy was actually very, like, keen to know what our experiences were. But his question was, um, how often do girls masturbate? Example, you guys, and why do girls lie that they don't do it? 
Um, okay. I've masturbated all my life. I don't I know. Mean, <laughs> like you came out uh, double clicking. <laughs> I've just, I've masturbated for a long time. I've never masturbated con. Pulsively. Is that the word compulsively yeah. or in an addictive way where it yeah. has to be every day, every day, twice a day? I, I, I wouldn't put a number to it because it's not like constant. You know, the times yeah. you masturbate more and the times I'll masturbate less. Yeah. But women lie about it. It's pretty simple. As in a lot of our stuff comes from our, our cultural beliefs and the stupid taboo around sex. There's even something called pregnancy shame. Do you know that? There's a thing like pregnancy shame. What is pregnancy shame? It's a thing we do to teenage girls and young mothers, young unwed mothers, where we tell them the statistics of how they will amount to nothing. Because they, they are pregnant. pregnant. Young. And it's a, so, it's a societal uh. way of behavior. It's a belief system. So it is communicated the instant a woman, a, ch- a girl, a young girl who's unmarried gets pregnant. And that stuff doesn't leave. If she doesn't deal with pregnancy shame, the likelihood of her even getting married and having another baby and celebrating the birth of her other babies or even... I mean, it just it never leaves you. Mm-hmm. So the shame around a woman's vagina has been since... It was like the dirtiest thing to put your hands on. It's like you could I could beat up my sister. I'd get like just a kawaii spanking. Dare I touch my vagina? Mm-hmm. There, I touch my vagina. You know, it's like it's the filthiest place to touch. It's the filthiest place to go. If you're going there, then you're demon possessed, mm. or you're uh, a child of the devil. Thank you. And that's part of the reason why a lot of girls are just, and a lot of young women and young, yeah, young women who are getting into relationships and trying to be sexually healthy and sexually positive, can't break out of that place where this is bad and this is bad and this is bad because putting your hands on yourself was taught to us as bad. Mm. Was there a reason? Do you ever remember the reason for it being bad? No. Like, honestly, there was not even a conversation. I was just beaten. Mm. And then the stuff was taken. That's it. Mm. How dare you? How dare you? Dare I what? Mm. Dare I what, mother? Please myself? Yeah. (laughs) You know, there was never an explanation around it. It was just bad and i had a conversation with a teenage an 18 year old girl yesterday who says i asked her so are you still a virgin she's like no i said are you having sex she goes i said don't say that girl don't no yeah Mm -mm. sex is so good it's so good that you you can't i mean that's just not you're like i don't know in kawangwari and me i'm trying to go to karen yeah i said to her just understand that sex is so pleasurable start to get used to the idea mm. of the pleasure of it don't accidentally fall into it a lot of us started to have okay sex non-guilty sex let me say i started to have non-guilty sex in my late 20s yeah all through that it was sense. guilty sex yeah and even and almost like we wasted our early 20s on guilt yeah. and shame. Yeah. You sleep with and someone. And unpleasurable, numerous unpleasurable sexual experiences. You said it. You said it. It's almost like we ha- it's, you have no choice. Yeah. As a girl, it's, you know, it was like I had no choice. Just fuck the thing that appears to be fucked or mm. wants to be fucked. The one and that's I think there. It, it comes from, and if you, if you go back, it, that's where it comes from. And so it's almost like especially women are not supposed to have sex for pleasure. Mm. Mm. 
So if a woman can't have sex for uh, pleasure, she's only having sex for procreation. Yeah. So masturbation is unnecessary, it's redundant, and it, your, your fingers should be in the kitchen, not uh, in your pie hole. <laughs> the pie hole. <laughs> but that's, but that's, that's true. So if there was a way that you could change the narrative today, how would you make things different for the next generation? I would definitely change it with the younger generation, teenagers, preteens, because that's the age where body curiosity starts to... But you started masturbating at a really young age. Yeah. So don't you think Pre-teen. that it needs to be way yes. before that? the conversation. Mm. The thing with sex is you almost have to take your child according to their understanding. They almost come back yeah. and tell you where they are, what they can... So like the first time my, my daughter asked me about sex... And then I told her what sex was. It's when two people who love each other come together and they make beautiful magic together. That, that was, okay, thank you. She was good with that. Yeah. And then it was like, wait, make beautiful magic together? It's like two years later. Yes, how? Then now there was the anatomy discussion. And it's the male fe- form and the, and the female form. And then it's like, so they, sh- they, they come together and they share those forms. Okay. Two years later. Huh? How did we, the how? Mm. Then I finally told her about the penetrative. The penis goes in. And she had this whole fit about it. Mm. So this, the conversation happens pretty young. And it's one of those things that you kind of take your child through it slowly by slowly. And you will po- probably find your child touching themselves before, themselves before they know that it's wrong to touch themselves. Okay. Like you walk into, a fr- this happened to a friend of mine. She walked into the shower, finds her daughter, eyes closed, Nini touching herself, really like in the, her vagina space. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even hear her mom walk in. The mom saw what happened and asked her, what are you doing? And the girl just had a fit. Like, <laughs> you know that fit of, oh my God, oh my God, shame, shame, yeah. shame, shame, shame. But together with the fact that um, maybe in her head she thought it was wrong. Do you think it was also just that the mom walked in on her in her private, yes. in her nudity, in her intimate moment? Yeah. Yes, it could be that as well. But then it's it's strange because like her reaction was very strange to her mom because the mom and her had never had that conversation. Masturbation or... is wrong conversation. Okay. Like she had never she had taught her daughter about her sexuality. She had taught her about getting turned on, but they'd never had the conversation of touch yourself here, don't touch yourself here, this is masturbation, this is what you do to feel good. They'd never had that conversation. Mm. It was surprising to her because she didn't understand where that guilt and shame came from. It but also societal, that. you know? Yeah, it's like an uncommunicated... Yeah. Uh, but also, you, we have to remember, especially if this girl is a teenager or however old she is, um, by the time they leave the house... They're not just learning from the mother. They're learning from other people's mothers mm. because they're learning from their friends. Yeah. So what you teach your child, um, you're also teaching other children. Yeah. And, and it comes back to your child. So she's learning from the village. The outside world, yeah. So they finally had to have this conversation. And it was so, we, it was so embarrassing for the girl because she didn't even, she couldn't even admit to the fact that she was touching herself. So then it felt to the mom that she was pushing her too much to admit something that she was against admitting. And so she left it. And then they came, you know, upon it when they had gone to see a therapist. The mom was seeing a therapist. Mm. She wanted the daughter 
to have a conversation with the therapist. And was it the, about this thing or no, just no, it generally? Was just generally. Okay. And it was about parenting and teenagers and all that stuff, just like to get a basic outline about how to raise a kid. And they had a, that discussion mm. in that setting with the therapist. And it was very clear. Um, psychologists support this. As far as I can tell, as far as I can read, as far as the information I know is concerned, psychologists support masturbation 110%. First of all, the first thing that happens is the child knows enough about their body that they cannot be surprised with pleasure. Why did I wanted to have sex because someone else made me feel good and not because I knew what that goodness was. It was like, what did he do? I want it from him. What did he do? I want it from him. But if you know what's pleasurable for you a guy can't come and confuse you that's total of come mm. and show you come and show you this nice thing come and show you this nice trick mm. that is the angle that the therapist approached it from it is safer for a child or a person to discover who they are sexually than for someone to come in and teach them so why don't you support mm. as a mother um support the process just by encouraging it and it was like you know when you're stressed after school or you have like a headache or you can't sleep you know, just touch yourself. So you'll make yourself feel good. You'll calm yourself down. Yeah. You'll relax. Mm. The orgasm will release your tension. I imagine that you having a conversation like this with your daughter must be so taboo with her friends, like in school, her friends' parents. They must, they must really think you're the devil's like, firstborn child. I'm told that the information my daughter carries, this is what my daughter says, I can't mm. say 80% of the things you've told me, mom. <laughs> they don't know. They don't oh, so know. she doesn't share with her friends. She tries to, but they're so tururu. And she says mm. even the 18-year-olds, that she talk, she's got 18-year-old friends, she's mm. in high school, so there'll be the gradual, guys who've graduated who are still virgins who have no clue about the information that she has. Mm. Like she says, I tell them things they don't even know about their bodies. So now, if I, I'm talking to an 18-year-old, I'm going to tell a 15-year-old mom, really, so she'll be traumatized. <laughs> she'll die. Oh gosh, she's so smart. She's too smart. And I, for, I think maybe I, I even say it, like I, I might have over-educated her, but I never want her to operate from a point of sex shouldn't be a story. I don't know why we make it such a focus. Mm. It's such a pleasurable part of life, but the way we focus on it is so negative. That self-pleasure... If I look at a psychology report, can I just tell you the things that masturbation is said to do? Can I just they, tell you they, like the benefits? This, oh, benefits. Yes, of please. masturbation. Sure. Psychological. Like, this is a psychological study. Right now with those benefits. Uh, 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 will I get a car? Uh, you might get a car, baby. You might get a car. <laughs> it's got so many benefits. I don't understand why people are not doing it. They say um, it. Um, creates a sense of well-being, enhances sex with partners, both both physically and emotionally. It increases your ability to have an orgasm. It improves your relationships and improves your sexual satisfaction. It improves sleep, increases self-esteem, improves body image. Is that why we're so like, whoa, wow, check us out, you know, <laughs> reduces stress, releasing sexual tension, relieves menstrual cramps, Strength, this is the one. It's like your Kegel, your Kegel exercises, mm. by the way. Strengthening muscle tone in the pelvic and anal areas. Mm. And reducing women's chances of involuntary urine leakage and uterine pro prolapse. Now what happens is as women grow older, the babies they have, all that stuff starts to affect how the vagina functions. So your, your 
your urethra can't funga properly properly hey. and so you're pouring out urine oh when you get pressed you pour out urine yeah. you just start dripping drip 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 and a lot of women in menopause have that problem mm-hmm. see so you just masturbate yeah. i mean first of all if all these are benefits of masturbation why would i tell anyone man child that masturbation is wrong. Yeah, cuz actually also now that I think about it it's not only focused on women the do not masturbate thing, do not touch yourself thing. It it's it's also very much with boys. Yes. In fact, I think with regards to masturbation, I think when children are being taught about self-pleasure because women are not viewed as sex- sexual, sexual beings, beings, then the focus on masturbation is is usually centered around men. I think um boys have the Boys ask the question more about masturbating than girls do. Is it the question or is it the mess? <laughs> you see, my my a friend of mine had a teenage boy who was about 15 years old and the one thing that she kept complaining about was the bed sheets, like the gunk sticking together. Yeah. I don't know why we're getting so visual with it. So the question was is masturbation a problem? Is it wrong? What was what is the question that the, the the young boy asked um he asked it was why why girls lie about doing it he is, he actually started off by saying that we need to talk more about um hi hi you guys hi you guys don't talk about masturbation enough yet everybody does it mm-hmm. um and then he asked how often do girls masturbate and example you guys which we've already talked about and why girls lie that they don't do it yeah that's just guilt yeah a lot of issues in Kenya are just about religion and guilt. It is. But it the thing with masturbation is it releases oh, such feel good neurochemicals like dopamine and oxytocin. Yeah. <laughs> but societal taboos really are the reason why women are, are hiding the yeah. fact that they masturbate, why people are hiding the fact that they masturbate. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think if you are a chronic masturbator and I think a chronic masturbator it's like any addiction. And you'd know you would know that you are addicted yeah yeah it would start to change your life people would start to wonder what's going on but you know if you're self pleasing by all means discover your body discover yourself discover what turns you on and that way you can tell your partner how to please you when the time does come i'd also suggest that you don't use pornography why because it's too easy to get into porn addiction it's too easy to get into porn addiction and then that's a problem. You see, there's a lot of stuff that as a young man just keep away from. Buy yourself some time until you're mature enough to understand prostitutes are one. Mm. Don't start sleeping with prostitutes. It changes your entire mind. It No, it gives you a... Div- it, a complex. It, no, like a different perspective? perspective of what sex is. And then you have to grow. you have to grow into the real meaning of what sex is. If you side with prostitutes, it's just for your pleasure. It's a very selfish, it's a self-seeking device. Mm-hmm. So you've got nothing to, it's got nothing to do with sharing mm-hmm. the experience of sex with someone else. Now the problem with um, masturbation is because you think that you might require visual stimulation, what happens is a lot of kids go online to look at, you know, porn videos. Yeah. And then so you're not dealing with masturbation as a pleasure you're dealing with masturbation um, in the same way that you would use um, a prostitute just to... The means to an end. Yeah. So it's got nothing to do with sharing the experience and loving your body and loving yourself. It is very easy to start to poison it because porn sex isn't love sex. Porn sex is wham, bam. It is 
um, got nothing to do with an emotional connection. It's got everything to do with the entertainment around sex. That is not real sex. So again, and then the, ex- the people's expectations are different. Yeah, and then their normal is becomes like it's lessened. Like the excitement of of a normal sexual relationship is is it, lessened. Like so the, it speak. doesn't exist. It doesn't exist okay. for them. It, oh, that's and then you find that a man gets married, marries uh, a man gets married, keeps his woman at home, continues to have sex with her just for the sake of propagating his seed. And then we'll continue with the prostitutes and, uh, okay, uh, you know, like Cause that, that, that's because it started from mm. a long time ago. Yeah. Understandable. So, but if a man is married and he's sleeping with prostitutes, he's sleeping with prostitutes anyway. No, but you see, the thing is it didn't start from a man started sleeping with prostitutes, started from a boy. Yeah. Started sleeping with prostitutes and then got addicted to that and then doesn't know how to transfer sex into a love relationship. If a boy starts watching porn and is masturbating, then it becomes about the objectification of someone's body. You know, that's what porn is, right? Yeah. And then he can't translate self-pleasure on himself into self-pleasure for another person. It will become the same as he sees in those porn videos. And there's a very thin line between healthy masturbation and masturbation and porn addiction. Okay. And that's the place that I'd like to say... If you're masturbating, try and use your mind to yeah. create the your scenarios. Visuals, your stimulation. Yeah. Imagine the, the things that would stimulate you instead of using visual stuff to stimulate you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to also add that I'm not completely against sleeping with prostitutes. I'm not against sleeping with prostitutes. I'm not against okay. it. I'm it's like, just, but I do want to emphasize the fact that you said that it's, it's better to do it later on in your life when you know, when you know what it is that you're doing, when you're aware and you can tell the difference between yes. sleeping, having sex, paid sex or having, being in a relationship with a partner, like knowing the difference. Yeah. Sometimes you're lucky. You'll just get both. Oh yeah. Can I um, give oh, you yeah. the top ten myths about masturbation? Oh yes. So masturbation myth number one uh-huh. is that too much masturbation ruins sex. No. Exactly. So um, I mean, no. it's 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 a very persistent masturbation myth that if you're having great sex, you don't need to masturbate, or if you masturbate too much, you wouldn't be able to have great sex. Lie. So nothing could be further from the truth. A great sex life can include both fabulous masturbation experiences and blissful bedroom journeys with your lover. I know, and then even like in the middle of the day when you just need like a quick release. Yeah, sometimes it it really just helps just to get this. It could. It's not even a. Sometimes that getting off has nothing, it's not even, I mean, because it is sexual, but sometimes it has nothing to do with that. It's just like yes. a stress reliever. Yeah. yeah. Like you can feel, I can feel my vagina and gorge with blood and get turned on. And I wasn't thinking about anything sexual. Yeah. And then if I work it and I come, mm. I can have an amazing, it's like a workout. Yeah. It's literally like a, like running six kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. That, okay. I masturbation running, so. myth number two is that masturbation causes erectile dysfunction. Lie. So that's not true. No. Some men worry that masturbation is a cause of their erectile dysfunction. They report that erections come easily while masturbating but are much less reliable or even absent during partner sex. Yeah. Love yourself. Don't yeah. hurt yourself. Yeah. 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 Don't do Unless Chinese it's your thing. bangles. Bracelets. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Um, masturbation myth number three. It, masturbation is a form of cheating. Oh, cheating on what? I don't know. If you're in a relationship, is it, some people ask, is it okay to masturbate? And apparently it's clear that people are concerned that masturbation is a form of cheating. So we believe that um, you are an independent sexual being, as is your lover, and your relationship is where you meet in the middle. Yeah. Masturbation is a positive way to strengthen your own sexuality mm-hmm. so you have more to give in your relationship. And I agree. I agree. I yeah. concur. Masturbation myth number four, that you can get addicted to your vibrator. I, no, no, no. I, okay. This, this, this a is very, this. A, a very real um, experience from a friend of mine who got the rabbit when it came out, used the rabbit for about five or six years, and she can no longer have an orgasm. Without it. Without a grrr, yeah. the yeah. vibrator. Yeah. So, I've yeah. experienced that. So in that case, and I would suggest use a dildo. Don't over, I, I don't think vibrators were made for us, by the way. That yeah. motion is too... Even when a man eats you out, it's never... Like that. It's never that violent. Mm. Use the vibrational part of it as... as I don't know. Maybe once a week, maybe yeah. once every month. Don't masturbate every day with a vibrator on. Yeah. yeah. And I can imagine that that kind of vibrating can also just cause numbness. And any part of your body, if you put it there long enough, long and, enough. and frequently enough, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 you probably can't get in the sense of this word of the myth. You can't get addicted to your vibrator, but you, if I, I guess, you can get addicted to the mo- the vibrating motion yeah. or or the, sensa- the f- sensation. I don't know. It says here many women worry that they will get addicted to the surefire stimulation of their vibrations. Here are the facts: you can't get addicted to a sex toy in the same way you can be addicted. You you can't you can't get addicted to a sex toy in the same way you can be addicted to alcohol or drugs. Mm. But there is some truth to the concern. If you masturbate in the same way with the same toy every time you can create numbness and diminish your ability to respond to other kinds of sexual stimulation mm-hmm. yeah. so that's what that is which is exactly what we said yeah. like masturbation it. myth number five is that masturbation starts at puberty Many people believe that boys and girls usually start masturbating at puberty. The truth Mm. is masturbation starts way earlier in life. Mm. Fetal imaging has revealed that both male and female babies masturbate in the the uterus. Even, I mean, you see it a lot with babies. They're always touching themselves. That's true. Yeah. And they, because they don't understand what it is they're doing, but they're giving themselves pleasure. And then it's like, tia, tia, tia. That's me, Matt, smacking smacking the hand away from the (laughs) genitalia. Tia. Exactly. (laughs) Masturbation myth number six is that everyone masturbates. So it should be clear by now. Actually, I had a partner, my ex. My ex never masturbated, ever. Yeah, I have a family member who's never masturbated. I find it so strange. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. It should be clear by now we believe masturbation is a healthy, positive part of human sexuality. It is. Masturbation has profound health benefits and can contribute to a happy sex life. But that doesn't mean that everybody masturbates. Some people simply haven't started, either out of fear, shame, or simple disinterest. That's all all the myths I got for you. Fantastic. Yeah. So. I hope that has answered everybody's questions about masturbation. I think we have literally, like... Covered broken it, it down and yeah. covered yeah covered it all i think that's all we've got for you today i just i feel like you could you could you can make a choice to 
engage your life very healthily, engage your sexuality very healthily, breaking those taboos and those um, societal, I don't know, practices or beliefs that we have grown up with about sex being only for marriage and only for procreation for a woman and a woman can't enjoy sex and she can't touch herself or a man can't masturbate. I think you should choose to always reach for the thoughts that feel good instead of feeling bad about yourself. I feel like shame and guilt are such hard things to get to recover from. And the problem with um, sex and addictions that have to do with sex is the minute you start to hide, chances are that you will go down a very slippery slope that has to do with addictions to other things. So try as much as possible to always reach for the better feeling thought. That's all I can say. Sex isn't bad. It's not something to be guilty about. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're old enough to understand what sex is and actually take care of yourself enough that your mom doesn't have to get involved in that story, your dad doesn't have to get in that, involved in that story. And that's the only reason we ask you to buy time. And while you're buying time, if you're a highly sexual being, then touch yourself. Just touch yourself. I think we're going to close by saying touch yourself. Touch yourself. Amen, sister. Hallelujah. Yes. That's it from <laughs> us. <laughs> right here. On the spread with Kazanini. Remember, if you guys have any questions, please feel free um, to just send us emails on the spread Kenya at gmail.com and follow us on all of our social medias. We are the spread podcast on everything but Twitter, where we're the spread podcast. She couldn't spell. <laughs> no, it was taken. I wish I couldn't spell. No, I don't. But that's pretty much it. If you want to advertise on this space, please be sure to reach out reach out to us on email so that we can work something out. And just a reminder that we are available on iTunes for those of you who have iPhones and Stitcher for the Android users. So please download the app and subscribe to the podcast and you get free notifications on your phone every time a new episode comes out. Dream a reality